hello you guys i hope you guys are doing amazing um i literally just woke up and my window is open so if you guys hear crazy things just know that my window is open because it's really nice out and yeah i'm just too lazy to close it (laughs) so i apologize but in honor of the school season starting again, whatever. What, are, what does he call it? Back to, back to school. In honor of back to school, I wanted to talk about my college experience and the things that I learned. And I had a little bit of a unorthodox, unorthodox college experience because I went to a community college and six months into my freshman year of college, COVID happened. And then I spent the next year and a half, two years online. So I did not have a, a, like a, you know, a traditional college experience whatsoever. And then when I did go, Uh, to a different college. And when I did transfer, I went to a college nearby. So I never lived on campus. I never uh, moved away from my home. Um, I was a commuter. And so just a very different college experience. But what I do want to say is I learned so much from this experience because and the next episode that's going to come out is going to be on independence. And I would say I struggled with that a lot um, in my younger years. I was very independent with my chores and I was very independent with like money, I guess. But growing up, I always had someone to save me, you know, someone to get me out of a situation type of thing. And when I got to college, I just realized, like, I have no one to save me. I have to figure all of this out on my own. So it was a very interesting experience for me. But let's get into it, okay? Um, my first tip... Um, is to never make the same mistake twice. And I mean this in the sense that I will procrastinate the shit out of an assignment and then I'll look at the assignment and be like, it's going to take me a long time to do this, you know? And I would just be miserable. I would be stressed out and the week later I would do the same exact thing. So never repeat the same mistake twice. If you, you know, if you get into trouble, if you find yourself in inconvenient positions, make sure it doesn't happen again, you know? And I think that will be just the best, best thing that you can do. So my next tip is... To finish college as fast as you possibly can. Do not delay this process. I I cannot stress this enough. I went to college thinking, yeah, I'm going to go to college in four years. 
which is normal. Like most people graduate from college in four years, but go into college with the mindset of finishing in three years. Because trust me, trust me, when you are a senior in college and you have like older friends maybe that graduated already or, you know, you're just at that moment in life where you're just like, I am this close to getting some money and having a job and living a stable life. And also, if you are doing higher studies, I think finishing your undergrad in three years is super, super crucial because it just allows you, you know, if you finish college in three years, you can take a gap year. You can, you can, you know, manage that because you would be graduating on time or doing whatever you're doing on time with a gap year still, you know, like if you graduate college in four years and let's say you want to go to law school and law school is three years, you can't really afford to take a whole year off without being like, oh my God, like I'm going to be 26 when I get out of law school instead of 24. So in that sense, it, it can be a really convenient thing to get out of college in three years. And I will say, honestly, if you live, I don't I don't know if this applies to other states. So I apologize if you are listening to this in another state, but I live in California and our community college systems have um, basically classes that you can take that are CSU or UC transferable. So if you know that you're going to get into a UC or CSU, then you should definitely in your senior year of high school, you should go to your local community college and sign up for at least one class during each term. So get out those pesky general education courses. Like I remember when I transferred to my four-year, I I was having an academic advising meeting and my academic advisor was like, oh, you need to take yoga or else you can't graduate. And I was like, yoga? You want me to take yoga? I've done all of these like courses that have to do with politics and the world and philosophy, but I can't graduate unless I take my yoga class. And so... I had to go back to my community college and take a yoga class and it was just like really frustrating. So when I say when you're in, this, in your senior year of high school, you know, senior year is pretty relaxed and pretty laid back. So get that yoga course out, get that elective out. I would suggest taking like maybe one to two um, classes Per semester and you can find a lot of online classes at, at community colleges which is really nice um and you just like do those so you can pretty much you can rack up like 12 units before you graduate high school and then the summer that you are going to college take like three classes and then you make like you take what's nine plus 12 nine plus 12 is 21 okay if i'm doing the math wrong shut up 
um, it's 21. And, and then you can just finish off, like take 15 units a semester, which is pretty doable. It's very manageable. And get out of undergrad as fast as you can. Okay, like, I cannot stress that enough. Okay, moving on. This is kind of something that I, you know, kind of what I talked about earlier, but just do the work. Anytime you're feeling lazy or, I don't know, you just don't feel like doing the work, even if it's like, you know, even if it's mediocre quality, just turn it in. It's better than having a zero in the gradebook for that assignment. You know, even if you get an F on an assignment, at least you have some points for it rather than a zero. Trust me, because there are times where, you know, I, I, this is honestly a huge flaw of mine that I have been working on, but I have been someone that needs to, you know, I one, have to be in like a great mindset, and two, I think that if I work on this assignment and I get anything less than an A, I'm going to be furious. So I might as well just not do it if I don't know how to do it. And that's like the weirdest mindset I have ever adopted in my life because that's not the case. You know, I could do an assignment and get a C on it and it's better than a zero in the grade book. So trust me, do the work. And I guess this is actually another tip that one of my professors gave me. I don't remember when, but I do know it was in college. I believe it was like my freshman year of college. And he said, if you're going to procrastinate, that's fine. That's totally fine. But at least look at the assignment first. And then you can gauge how long it will take you and how much time you need, you know? And nine times out of ten, the assignment is really easy. So once you look at it, you're going to be like, oh, I might as well just knock it out right now. It's going to take me like 30 minutes to do. So if you're going to procrastinate, look at the assignment first. That's like the best, probably one of the best tips I can give a procrastinator. I'm sorry. I need to turn my ringer off. I'm not going to cut that out. I'm sorry, you guys. But yeah, that that to me is the best advice I can give someone who procrastinates because you'll just realize it's easy. I feel like also when you procrastinate, there's like an emotion attached to the work. Maybe you think it's going to be difficult. Maybe you think you're not going to get it. Maybe you think it's going to be time consuming and you're going to have to sit in one spot for this, you know, a large amount of time. Whatever it is, procrastination comes from feeling like it's something's going to cause you discomfort or pain, you know, because you're not going to procrastinate going and getting ice cream. You're going to get up off your ass and go get some ice cream, you know? So it's the same with certain tasks like, okay, maybe folding my laundry isn't the most exciting task and it sometimes it does cause me discomfort because it takes forever. So when you it comes to tasks and responsibilities, I would highly recommend you practice having no emotions towards them. Like, you just do it. Just like you get up in the morning and brush your teeth, you have no emotions attached to it. You just, it's just something that you do, you know? Okay, let's move on. 
Um, this is something that I feel very close to, and it's a little too close to home. <laughs> when your professor gives you the, I'm going to drop your worst exam or your worst essay or five out of the 10 assignments, ignore them. <laughs> like, I just want, I just forget that they ever said that because what I tend to do, I'm not even going to say what we tend to do. What I tend to do is, let's say, so last last semester or I guess like in my, in my last semester of um, college, I had a professor and she said, we have 16 assignments, okay? One each week for the course. And she said, I'm going to drop eight and keep the best eight scores okay in my head i was like cool i don't have to do eight assignments and i can just do the other eight and i fucked myself majorly because you're not guaranteed um you know an a on each assignment (laughs) and i found that A lot of professors do this when they're, one, either hard graders, or two, the assignments are relatively difficult. So what I did was I had a really busy first half of the semester, and I was like, you know what? I am just going to do my eight assignments at the second half, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I didn't you know, anticipated, but my professors, my other professors were being very like slow and like they weren't teaching much and they weren't giving me, giving me too many assignments until the second half. And I was bombarded with an essay a week and just like so much shit. And then when I would come around to do, doing these eight assignments, I would get like B's and C's on them. And I was like, Well, I didn't do the first eight, so now all of these eight assignments are going to count. Oh my god. (laughs) And and here's the thing. Doing the homework, as as much as I... Okay, there are some classes where I believe that the homework is just busy work. Like, just something to grade you on. But most of the time, homework is to help you with your midterm or your final. So... Just keep that in mind, honestly. Like, if your professor says that they're going to drop anything, just literally pretend like you never even heard it and study your ass off for each test. And I honestly am telling you, it'll be way more rewarding for you. These are all, like, tips I'm also retelling myself for law school. So I will probably come back in a year and re-listen to this episode because... God knows I need it. (laughs) Okay. My next tip is don't schedule classes five days out of the week if you can. I think think this is the dumbest thing any college student can do. Just because when you are in high school, like all your life, you go to school five days a week. And it can be very mentally draining. And like... It's just, it's like when you can choose your schedule, you can cram like two whole days worth of school. Like um, my schedule was, I remember I went to school only two days out of the week 
and I would go at like 8 a.m. and I would come back at like 5.30. So it was like kind of like a nine to five job. So, and it was two days out of the week and I had three days out of the weekday, out of the week um, to work on my school. So I never had this overwhelming feeling of like, oh my God, I just got back from school. I'm so tired and having this like, I don't know, very draining energy. And I feel like when you have two to three days off of school, it gives you time to breathe a little bit. It gives you time to relax and say, you know what? I have the time. I can do this in a second and you can rest your brain and you can rest your body. And this also allows you time to pick up a part-time internship, you know, two to three days out of the week, you know, you can go do a full-time internship or a part-time internship. And yeah, I think one thing that I didn't like about my spring semester schedule was that I was going on campus four days a week. And if I lived 10 minutes away from my campus, that would not be a problem. Like four days, easy. But I lived 45 minutes away by drive. So I would be on the road for about an hour and a half every day driving. And especially the spring semester is brutal because like it's freezing cold (laughs) it's freezing cold it was it's like raining like crazy I was just like over it you know I was tired and I was over it and so yeah um I would only have Fridays off and Fridays would go by so fast and I would be so tired. So if you can, like, be smart about your schedule. Like, if you have to wake up at 8 a.m. and then work till, like, go to class till 8 p.m. two days out of the week, I honestly think it's worth it because you have the other days to rest and do your work. You know, you don't have to go through, like, a full day of school and then come back and then do more work, you know? So you can cram all your work in those two to three days, which I like. Um, My next tip is do not keep any work for the weekend as much as you can. This is probably the best thing that I ever did in college because it really, it was just the most amazing thing ever. Unless I had an exam the following week. I was never studying on the weekend. I was always just free. I was open to do whatever, you know? I could relax. I could do my laundry. I could really go out with my friends. Like, whatever I wanted to do because I wouldn't... Like, I I had a Friday deadline for myself. If I, like, I had to get all of my work done by Friday because I had professors who gave us, like, a Sunday 11.59 p.m. deadline. And... I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be, you know, working on my weekend, you know? So what I like to do is, this is actually another tip. I didn't write this down, but I'm going to give you guys another tip. On Mondays or whenever your week starts, I typically will like to do Mondays. Mondays, I will take a look at my canvas or chalkboard or whatever you use with all of my assignments on it, and I will knock out the easiest ones the easiest ones I would literally just look them up and just finish them off like crazy and by the time I'm finished I have like 
four assignments left and then I have like five days four days left to you know do those four assignments so it's like really nice to just knock out the easy ones immediately that's one of that's a really good tip that I just (laughs) thought of (laughs) okay this next tip is kind of the same as what I was talking about earlier but have a goal in mind and never stop thinking about that goal and when I say this I mean having an unacademic goal for example plan a trip with your friends and give yourself a rule so if if you get straight A's that semester you can go on that trip or you can take yourself out on a shopping spree make it into a reward system so you feel more accomplished when you're treating yourself you know um but i have said this before um if you do do that make sure you are aware that it is to stay on top of your responsibilities because sometimes in life you don't have to earn things to be happy you don't have to really you know and I did deal with that issue for a little bit um, in my earlier college years because I adopted this reward system thing and I, you know, sometimes I would buy myself something nice and I would be like, what did I do to deserve this? (laughs) You know? So I think adopting a reward system is probably the best because if you love shopping like me or really just like any experience, you will like this you know uh reward system thing so what i like to do is in the beginning of the semester i will write down a list of things that i want or things that i want to do for example so i have like i want to buy this perfume i want to buy these shoes i want to and then i'll tell myself okay if i have straight a's by the end of the month I can buy myself. And if I have straight A's by the end of next month, I can buy myself this. And you just keep yourself on that checklist of like, okay, I can only buy this if I have straight A's. So it's it's quite effective, if you ask me. <laughs> okay, moving on. Get as much experience as you can. I don't want anyone coming after me, but undergrad is pretty dumb. <laughs> honestly unless you're in like pre-med okay and something really important that like serves humanity for like you know whatever i think undergrad is probably the most pointless thing you can ever pursue but that little piece of paper that you get after four years is your meal ticket and i think you know i think undergrad should be two years long but of course no one wants a bunch of 20 year olds running around like that but I think general education is probably the dumbest thing ever, and it's a clear cash grab for colleges. You know, you're basically paying for two extremely useless years in college, but, you know, the experience you get outside of college is super important. Get those internships, get that experience, Do go shadow someone, go do research for someone, like, the second you start college, you should be applying for internships and I think it's the best thing to do um right when you start college because you can get like a couple unpaid internships on your resume because most of you will be 
living in dorms so you don't really have many bills to pay you don't have a rent to pay you don't really have to pay for food you're on a meal plan type of thing so you can afford to go do those unpaid internships um, your freshman year of college and then when sophomore year comes around and you move out of your dorms and you have to start paying rent you'll start applying to internships with paid opportunities because you already have those unpaid internships you have more experience type of thing so get as much experience as you can i feel like i have not learned much in college (laughs) you know college in itself i think i've gotten smarter i have learned more and i've built up like i guess general knowledge But I wouldn't say that I can use any of the information that I learned in college in my real life, per se, you know? My next tip, and this is actually a very valuable tip, you guys. Go to class and befriend people in your class. And not just anyone. Befriend the smartest people in your class, okay? I spent the majority of my college experience online so i never really established like a friend group at school and you know plus i was a commuter so it was hard to make friends but i will say put yourself out there within the first you know month of school find high achieving people in your class and stick with them this can you know even happen in high school you know sit next to the high performing kids and if you don't um If you don't sit next to them, you know, whenever the teacher or professor gives you a break, just go up to them and ask them to help you on a question and be like, hey, like, you know, like, I didn't get this. Do you mind explaining this to me? I saw you, you know, I saw that you got this answer and I saw that you're like really, you know, successful in this class. Like, can you help me? And after that that first interaction, you can become friends with them and collaborate with them. I didn't realize this until recently, but I was taking a political theory class and um, we were given some pretty confusing and complicated readings, very dense, you know, and I contacted this girl that I always sit next to in class and I asked her if she wanted to study for the final with me and we hopped on a call and we stayed on topic 90% of the time and we were talking things through and bouncing off of each other's thoughts and it was a very collaborative and intellectually stimulating conversation that I wouldn't have had if I chose to study by myself. I honestly don't think I would have even, you know, gotten halfway through the study guide if it weren't for her helping me. So don't underestimate the power of collaboration. It is such an important part of school and, you know, when you're in school, it's so important to work with others and bring your thoughts together because genuinely like I would not have been able to understand the readings if I wasn't talking it through with her but like I said don't stick with people who don't like you know have a clue what's going on in the class like I remember what I do when I first start school is like two weeks in I'll like sit next to people new like every every week and I'll be like do you know what's going on? And if they're like, no, not at all, I will make sure I sit 
in a different spot the next time you know i want to be around people when i ask oh do you know what's going on they're like yeah let me tell you let me show you let me share my notes with you type of thing so stick with people that pay attention in class take notes and people who are motivated to not just pass but get an a in the class because also in general if you stick with high achieving people and let's say you miss a class and you say hey like I wasn't there. Can you share your notes with me? You don't want someone to be like, oh, I don't take notes. You want someone to have like detailed notes telling you exactly what you missed, you know? So don't be around people that are constantly complaining and lazy and not taking school seriously because it's just going to hurt you in the end. Okay. My next tip have outside time. This is something similar that I talked to when I was talking about giving the weekend to yourself or you know whatever or having goals so so i think that you should you know go on a trip even if it's just a day trip once every two months just get out of town we you know sometimes when we're in that school environment we stay stressed. Even when we're on break, we stay stressed. And sometimes when you get out of town, you know, even for a day, like most people don't bring their laptops with them. So it kind of just forces you to get out of that headspace and that, you know, school mindset. And it gives you like a total refresh. Um, I really have nothing much to say about that. But yeah, just have some outside time outside of work and school to have a life, go on a trip with your friends, hang out with your friends, go do something that you like doing, you know, completely disconnect from school. Okay, this is kind of a self-explanatory thing, but get off TikTok during the semester. I know a lot of you will hate me for saying this, but TikTok kills your productivity and it kills your ability to focus for long periods of time. I have been a victim of this as well as my family friends, my family and my friends. Um, One of my friends told me that he can't watch movies anymore because he'll just pause the movie and start scrolling on TikTok. So that should just tell you what it's doing to younger generations. So, you know, when you're on winter break, when you're on spring break, you can download TikTok again and go crazy, but you have to delete it during the school year. Like, during school like you just cannot have it because it happened to me as well when i had tiktok like my attention span became shorter and shorter to the point where i would sit down to do schoolwork and i would focus for 10 minutes and then i would take a tiktok break for 20 minutes and i never got anything done so yeah just for the sake of your productivity just delete tiktok so you can get stuff done Okay, now I talked about a short-term goal. Let's talk about long-term goal. Keeping yourself motivated. So I gave you, you know, an example of trips or things you can buy, but having a general long-term goal is so important. And I think, you know, when you're just starting out in college or even if you're like, a sophomore junior in college I think you should definitely like write out your long-term goals I want you guys to write down a goal and write it down like a science procedure is the best way that I can do it or explain it just write down okay 
this is what I want to do. And these are the steps that I need to take in order to achieve this outcome. And just follow those steps. Okay. And you can be as in depth as you want, as detailed as you want. You know, you can be like, for example, I'm going to give you guys an example of law school because I plan on going to law school. So let's say, yeah, I want to go to law school. What are the steps that I need to take to go to law school? So I write down in depth, okay, get your LSAT done by this like date and time, um, get your applications done by the same time, get your like letters of recommendation by this and like, you know, that kind of thing. So set a long-term goal for yourself and it can even be like a financial goal. Like, okay, I want to make $300,000 a year after I get out of college. Okay, what are the steps that you can take now or in the future to achieve that? And pin it up on your wall somewhere where you can look at it every day and that'll just help you a lot. Okay, moving on to my next tip. Okay, when you sign up for classes, live and breathe rate my professor. Find the easiest professors and go with them because I will say there are a lot of professors in college that give their students a fuck ton of busy work or they're super hard graders for no reason or they just straight up don't teach. And I'm telling you, like, live and breathe rate my professor because a professor can really make or break your success in a class, okay? It's insane. So... I have been in, I remember there was this professor and I actually had him twice. Um, and the first time I signed up for him on Write My Professor, I think he had like a 0.5 or like a one rating, like the lowest rating that you can get. And everyone was just like bitching about him. And I was like, eh, eh, maybe he's changed. I don't know. <laughs> maybe these people are dumb. And I quickly realized why this man did not use canvas at all he would start his lectures and he would just go on a tangent and just say like the most random things and and then he would just give us like three assignments in the whole semester and like no one knew what to do because he didn't teach us anything but anyways live and breathe rate my professor okay because I've also had professors where I like choose them very carefully and they're just the nicest the just the best experience ever so like I said don't be dumb (laughs) when you're when you're younger this is the best time to understand the world in a financial way be financially literate when you're in college take a finance class regardless of your major take a finance class and learn about all the shit in the world you know i just you know wish you know i look back at the stock market and crypto when i was 18 and think like god if i just put 500 dollars into crypto and stocks i could have had a ton of money by now so just be aware of that you know you don't have to make money after college there's always ways to make good money 
while you're still an undergrad. So being financially literate is super, super important. So watch like financial videos on YouTube, take a finance class if you have to or want to um, and learn about that stuff and get on top of it because I realized I know nothing. (laughs) Um, At my ripe age, I know nothing. So yeah, okay. And my very last tip is to remember that the fear is always worse than the action itself. So we often build up whatever, you know, we're, we're fearing in our heads and we make it much scarier than, than it really is. So, you know, just remember that the fear is always worse than the action. And a good way to stop this is through exposure therapy. So let's say, you know, you're procrastinating because like subconsciously you're just like fearing that discomfort and stuff like that. So through exposure therapy, teach yourself to just stop procrastinating, stop procrastinating, just do it immediately type of thing until it kind of just becomes second nature. Okay, you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, That's all I have for you. Um, I will catch you guys soon enough. I'm not going to put a date on anything. I'll catch you guys soon enough. And um, yeah, if you need to reach me, I'm Planet V Podcast on Instagram. And I hope you guys have an amazing day and I'll see you guys in the next episode.